Yo, today's QOD is words paint pictures, and then we go to work to complete those pictures. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got Zig Ziglar back on the show today. And today he's going to talk about the incredible power of the words we use. We have to remember that words have energy. Sometimes they have positive energy. Sometimes they have negative energy. And that energy has the power to affect our self-image, the way that we see ourselves. So we have to be sure to be vigilant and to choose our words wisely when speaking to others, as well as speaking to ourselves. Zig Ziglar, he is coming up. The power of the word truly is awesome. We had a young man named Samuel Akwasi Sarpong, who came to our three-day Born to Win seminar here in Dallas. He's from Ghana, the Ashanti tribe. Now, the Ashanti tribe, which is by far the largest tribe in Ghana, has the practice of naming their children based on the day of the week on which they're born. Now, they have a given name and a last name. The middle name is their Ashanti name. His Ashanti name is Akwasi. And Akwasi in his language means godly, gentle, peace-loving, and kind. By coincidence, the young man is a Christian minister. The babies who are born on Wednesday are named Kwaku. Now, Kwaku means mean, violent, aggressive, quick-tempered. In the nation of Ghana, over 50% of all of the crime committed is committed by those who are born on Wednesday. You see, names, words, language are extraordinarily important. Wendell Johnson wrote a book entitled People in Quandaries. It's based on studies done on uh, reservations in America. He started with two reservations and noticed something rather peculiar and then expanded it to many other reservations. They discovered there was not a single full-blooded Indian raised on the reservation and taught the Indian languages and dialects, not a one of them, stuttered. Now, they checked the languages and the dialects, and then they understood why none of them stuttered. It was because in none of the Indian languages or dialects was there a word for stutter. And if there's no word for stutter, how are you going to stutter? <laughs> you see, there are no instructions. There's no picture. You see, words paint pictures. And then we go to work to complete those pictures. Bill Glass says that 90% of the people who are incarcerated in our prisons today were repeatedly told by their parents, one of these days you're going to end up in jail. Jim Sundberg's a friend of mine, former Golden Gloves catcher in the major leagues. Jim Sundberg was doing a prison crusade with Bill Glass one day, and they were just doing one of the breaks. They were just kind of standing aside talking. And, you know, Jim Sundberg said, Bill, when I was a youngster, over and over, my dad kept saying to me, you keep 
throwing that ball like that, son, you'll be a major leaguer someday. You keep hustling like that, and someday you'll be a major leaguer. You keep swinging the bat that way. One of these days, you're going to be a major leaguer. He said, it was planted in my mind early on. He said, I'm exactly where my dad told me I was going to be. A prisoner was standing close by. And he softly shook his head and said, well, you know, same thing happened to me. I'm exactly where my dad told me I was going to be. The power of the word is absolutely incredible. And yet so much of the input is negative. What do we say to our kids? We call them the terrible twos when they're really the terrific twos. Tremendous threes, fantastic fours, fabulous fives, sensational sixes. I mean, you go right down the list. And yet how many times do we hear somebody say, you never do anything right. You're always late. You never look nice. You're just plain dumb. You'll never amount to anything. You're just like your father. I mean, we hear that sort of stuff when we really need the good, the clean, the pure, the powerful, the positive in there every day. I was in Atlanta in my office over there many years ago. A young man came in, three beautiful little stair-step girls. They introduced him. This is the one that won't eat. This is the one that won't mind a mother. This is the one who cries all the time. Not realizing he was giving them very specific instructions. I was up in Nashville on the way down to the gate to catch a plane. I passed a mother and her, oh, I guess, three-year-old child. And you know, since Adam and Eve, there has never been a child who walked at exactly the pace the parrot wanted them to walk. Well, this little guy was kind of dragging his heels, and uh, the mother turned to him and said, Come on, stupid, we're going to miss the plane. I was in a cafeteria in Dallas, and a little girl was crying. A grandmother, the type lady, bent over and said, What's the matter, honey? And her dad spoke up and said, She's mean. That's what. She does plain mean. I was in, uh, out in Stockton, California. I was doing my jog. I ran past her grandmother and her little granddaughter, about five, six years old. Beautiful little girl. Well, well, I'll tell you just how pretty she was. She compares favorably to my own grandchildren. Now, if, if, if that doesn't say something, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what was. And as I ran past them, I, all the thing I heard was these words: "They'll put you in jail for that." Can you imagine? Now, had I the opportunity to talk with that man in Atlanta, the man in Dallas, the mother up in Nashville, the grandmother in Stockton? I would say to them, if you want to destroy their self-image, if you want to discourage them, if you want to consign them to the failure heaps in life, if you want to give them higher uh, hills to climb, you keep on doing exactly what you are doing. And the same rule applies between husband and wife and employer and employee. As you undoubtedly have already noticed, I put it all together. Personal life, family life, and business life. Your physical, your mental, and your spiritual because you're a complete human being, not just part of a human being. And the sad thing is that there are so many people who are even unaware of what they're doing. You know, they, they, it's just gotten to be a habit. And if they were to keep an open recorder going in their house and listen at the end of the day to some of the things they're saying, they would be absolutely astonished. That was Zig Ziglar. His website is Ziglar.com. You can watch today's entire talk on the YouTube. It is called Zig Ziglar, How to Stay Motivated. All right, my friend, who we got tomorrow? We got uh, Jim Rohn talking about the three common attitude diseases. I will see you then. Have a great day. I'm out. 
Peace. Thank you.